I'm an American citizen. I've been raided by the FBI, sued dozens of times, targeted, death threats, removed from the organization. Oh, That's what I was... found it. Yeah. That, that was remarkable. <laughs> because of your behavior. <laughs> yeah. Because of your long history of doing really things and people calling you out on it and trying to hold you accountable and suing your All right, it's uh, has Jimmy Dore collaborated with James O'Keefe before? Because when I saw this, I was like, "What?" I want to talk to you about the, your most latest uh, undercover investigation. Is uh, O'Keefe Media Group reveals Fetterman wants to overturn the Second Amendment, handpicks journalists to write positive stories. Now that first part, I think, is going to, you know, make Fetterman look good to the people who vote for him, right? So that's not a. But uh, let's watch the other part. This is you got some more most recent uh, undercover. This is a person who works for John Fetterman. Wait, this is what you ended up going with? I mean, there's so much shit I make fun of Project Veritas for, and I do enjoy it. Uh, but like, at least Project Veritas sounds like what you get on the tin, which is basically this far right manufacturing bullshit uh, fucking troll factory. Project Veritas, like ah, okay, Project Veritas. Yeah, uh, that's. It's what I imagine uh, something with that name to be, and it's neat to see that. But now it's O'Keefe Media Group. <laughs> O'Keefe Media Group. <laughs> the fuck? And uh, <laughs> let's just watch a little bit of it. Like my job is like to be like the in-between between him and the rest of the staff. I have like a, an iPad I carry around. Does, the, like, does James O'Keefe not know how to do segments anymore that don't involve catfishing? Because, like, I feel now for years, it never used to only be catfishing. Now it feels like almost exclusive catfishing. Because I guess it's, like, it's very easy for them to do. Like, if you have someone who you, uh, like, go on multiple dates with, not knowing that they're being recorded the whole time, and they are sexually interested in the other person, and they are opening up to them, and they are drinking a lot, uh, what a surprise that they're saying a bunch of shit that you're like, oh, this is amazing on camera. But uh, the lies come in in that they don't actually hold a lot of the positions that you try to say they do. It's like, oh, this person happens to be one of the senior directors. Uh, at, uh, at Pfizer and it's like no they're not you can see who the senior director is at that position in fact the person in this clip is saying out loud that they were lying about what they do in order to be more appealing for a date that's that's in your own footage that you're releasing right now so this is kind of kind of wild that people are taking this on face value yeah. Enter Jimmy Dore. <laughs> Live transcribes everything everyone's saying. But sometimes it misses stuff or like it'll just cut out. Um, mm -hmm. Based on like, you know, self service and shit. Yeah. My job is to put the out there so like he can pick up on everything they're saying. Mm -hmm. So my, I have to strong arm these journalists and like. Luke uh, Borgon. Oh man, as soon as you type his name in, now it's just like an onslaught of right-wing uh, links. That's, That's not my right. job, but like, you know, there's so many reporters and like the reporters, um, like, they don't want, we don't, we shouldn't just be telling them to off, like if they're reporters we like, like it's good to have a good relationship with them. Yeah. We have, our press operation is like a work of art, like yeah. the way that like, like reporters, we can tell them to themselves, and they can't do anything because they need us more than we need them. Because like everybody wants a story about John Fetterman, and we only give it to certain people. My big reporters who are like, paint aren't like who we know will paint the narrative the way we.
Okay, I'm not denying, by the way, because there are times when they do actually say the real names of the people on their clips, but they didn't, then they just manipulate what the clip is about. I'm not denying that Luke Morgan could be someone who works with James O'Keefe, but this is one of those situations where, as I look it up on Twitter, for example, uh, I'm seeing an overwhelming amount of just right-wing accounts talking about Luke Morgan as drowning out any ability to find his actual account. And a lot of them, like Project Veritas, also popping up all over the place when I search for it inside of uh, the Googles, which weird how this always fucking happens too. Right, so it's like when Don tracks himself in for depression, you tell one reporter um, in particular because like they will hit the facts that we want them to. It's like so that's like when we did force the vote and AOC didn't come on our show or in somebody else's show to talk about force the vote. She went, you're still so fucking hurt by this. Jimmy, let it go. Let it go. Holy fuck. It's going to be like fucking 10 years down the road. And I thought, oh, well, she didn't come on my show and didn't talk about force the vote. And it was clearly the best idea that anyone had. So to the intercept where she knew she would get a friendly interview and they would never bring up anything and they would couch everything. And that's why she does interviews with Ryan Grimm. And they never they never make news. None of that. None of those interviews ever make any news because they're lapdogs to power because they're getting at he like. This is once again, and I'm not discounting, like, where did Jimmy pull up his name from? Because some of these you can just crack the case in real time just by doing very basic fucking research online. But he pulled up what looked to be a Twitter account. Because you know what I am seeing? I'm seeing the same pattern right now where there's a whole bunch of invented websites. Like, this is one of the first ones. Uh, like, LegitStorm that has the person's name and then has links to their LinkedIn. The LinkedIn page is non-existent. The Facebook page says this content isn't available right now. It's usually because the owner shared it with a small group of people or it has since been deleted. Um, employment history is basically Senator John Fetterman and just that's it. Jump it in there. You can enter the uh, data into... Yeah, I know you can enter the data and these sites for free. And I, we've found that they've done this before. Like, they, they went as far as just straight up fabricating the person. But this could also be... Once again, I'm not trying to discount until I have conclusive proof. This person could also work for Fetterman's campaign, right? Like I said, it sucks because, like, you have, to, you, you have to do a little bit more fucking research than what Project Veritas is usually trying to use to cover it. Access. That's called access journalism. Right. For John... Yeah. Right. This is John Fetterman. You're just superimposing John Fetterman's account on here now. Why would you do that? Okay, so that helps none. Well, basically tell whatever story like their subject wants. As long as and like if you go on Twitter, once again it's one of those cases where everything related to this dude's name is just from right-wing accounts, Project, Verica, uh, Project Veritas accounts, and fucking what seem to be troll accounts. But, like, it's just very weird that, like, if someone was the special assistant to John Fetterman, there would be any trace of that online. There would be, like, social media history uh, of even a picture of the two of them together. They get the interview. Like, there's certain, like, Trump journalists who are accused of that because, like, everybody wants an interview with the guy. Yeah. But, like... That's the thing, when you're so exclusive with who you give interviews to, it's like, the ones you pick, like, we'll just say exactly what you're to, you know? Like, so that's why you pick the journalist that you pick, because they'll say whatever you want them to. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Like, they won't paint it in a bad light, you know? Yes, 
Yeah. That's why we pick the journalists we pick because they're going to say whatever we want. James will keep that's great video again. Uh, it's <laughs> no, it's not. Okay, first off, even if this is authentic, which I'm still having a lot of trouble in the background right now trying to find any trace of this individual and any political history, which if you got to those levels in politics in the US, I would assume there would be some fucking shit outside of a random website linking to a, a LinkedIn uh, profile uh, that has now since been deleted. Um, like that's that's not looking great. Even if this was authentic and this was a true statement, what information can you possibly deduce from catfishing? It's not journalism. People are drinking in restaurants because they want to either have a friendship or a relationship or a sexual relationship with the other person across the table from them. And yes, uh, in the many cases where they do this catfishing, the people afterwards have been like, oh, I, I was making up what I said. <laughs> I was on a date. I wanted to impress the other person. Check this out, Penline. Fetterman announced this to your staff. Okay. It, I think it's something we all knew. It has a bunch of hires, but not this guy. Do you only disable raids during your intro? I don't disable raids. I think the only thing they turned off is they turned off raiding party of one uh, because um, trolls started using it just to keep like raiding the stream uh, with like uh, account names that would be like, you know, MAGA for life and things like that just to trigger the, uh, the raid sound. Um... I'm proud of the talented staff. Here it is. Uh, Krista Juris, Deputy, Maya Ashwal, Joe Cavello, Kathy Kaber, uh, Senior Video Editor, Bobby uh, Maggio, Senior Advisor, Alana Guzman, Digital Creative Director, Emily Joseph, Deputy State Director, uh, Makissia Weatherspoon, Eastern Pennsylvania Regional Director, uh, Kristen Kaufman, Elizabeth Castan uh, Castanano, James Harnett, Nick Gavio, M.M. Uh, Muschin, press assistant, Anna Kelly, uh, legislative aide, Charlie Hills, legislative aide, L uh, Lala Williams, staff assistant. I don't see any Luke Borgum. And if they're doing, like, they would have, if they if this is the special assistant, I would assume that would have higher uh, press release than the staff assistants or legislative aides. I mean, it's still not proof this person could work there. But again, like, it, this is so sad because... At its best, at its absolute finest for this story, for Jimmy Dore to be writing seriously with this fucking far-right troll reactionary, um, it, it, it's that you've got on camera someone who is uh, supposedly, and unknowing to them, unknowingly to them, either on a date or uh, trying to apply for a job or trying to, like, the situation is uh, deceptive from its very origins. And then they're telling you, hey, yeah, well, there happens to be, uh, you know, sometimes you look for press uh, secretaries or press releases that are more favorable to our to our politics. What? That, even, like, if this is made up, this is the thing that's throwing me for a spin right now. If this mis is made up, even your gotcha that's not a great fucking... <laughs> yeah, uh, that's probably what I would assume. I, I would assume that, like, a lot of people, uh, if they had uh, press releases, they would want to find more favorable ones, especially because, uh, in the case of John Fetterman, because of the ableism that was being weaponized by a lot of the far right, it was pretty apparent that John Fetterman giving uh, speaking engagements and wasn't being taken in good faith, even by fucking supposed to be, like, centrist lib uh, outlets like ABC and stuff like that. Uh, it, it, they were doing fucking very ableist pieces on him and, you know, questioning whether or not he has the, the, the ability to even govern in his current state and stuff like that. Uh, so it would not surprise me if the the campaign was like we should also find favorable uh press releases to go by but uh w yeah. wikileaks revealed certain things like this right and that's why they hate wikileaks and julian Assange. okay so you you did did you find this through google images because i just pulled this one up as well um this one is closer to some meat 
Uh, Senate candidate Maria Collette canvassing Amber, Pennsylvania with campaign manager Corrine Christensen and field director Luke Morgan. But you, oh, like, this again is inconclusive though, but this does show that this person does work and operate within politics in the United States in similar circles. It is more plausible now that this could be someone who does work for um, uh, Fetterman. But it could also be a situation where someone who was at a lower level within politics is also utilizing this opportunity to be on the, uh, the fucking, or a part of whatever weird shit uh, Project Veritas is trying to spin here. And now you'll be even hated even more because you did this. There's sort of an, you know, we hold a mirror up to, up to people and they don't like what they see. You know, most <laughs> of the comments on You the- intentionally fabricate shit. <laughs> you've gotten in trouble for it multiple times. You're just straight up making stuff up. Yes, you've successfully sued for it. This video were, were that, you know, well, we already know this. And, but th- those are people like sort of in the hinterlands. By the way, this is a great, uh, let them collaborate and eventually down the road fight because like right now uh there's a lot of the right that doesn't want to fuck with fucking james o'keefe anymore uh it's it's kind of weird you know like they're not totally down with someone who just wanted to embezzle a whole bunch of money in this case fucking potentially millions and millions of dollars from white uh, right-wing organizations uh in order to pursue his dreams of musical theater that and then also having this like incredibly hyper like sexualized uh fucking uh, workplace environment uh, of abuse and scandal and stuff like that uh it doesn't look great uh, there are multiple, you know, uh, lawsuits and multiple people coming forward being like, yes, he is an absolute monster. Uh, so there's sections of the right that are just like, oh, uh, okay, we're going to take a little step to the side from James O'Keefe while he figures himself out. But then there's other people who they're like, they're ride or die. They're, they're like, they're only James O'Keefe, you know, fucking if you looked at the quartering, uh, Tim Pool, they, they were just like, oh, there is no Project Veritas without Keith. Flyover country, know it. Yeah, he sold from but the, the rich. You're right. In these, in these, like Washington D.C. But he is an embarrassing liability. Like if you if you have sense at this point, you would probably want to distance yourself from him because yes, he is an embarrassing liability, uh, and he's also an aggressive one. Like you don't know if you fucking you screw him over some way that he's just suddenly going to uh, appear from behind something. You know, fucking. Uh, well, why don't you take a seat? Why don't you take a seat? And it's like I'm in the fucking washroom, James. What are you doing in the fucking bathroom right now? I'm all uh, kind of odd that you will not flush or uh, you know answer my questions that you're just willing to sit here uh while defecating yourself uh, pretty odd you know pretty pretty suspicious i might say that is throughout our politics and and it needs to be exposed for the rot and the cancer that it is and and it, you're, you're right it's access journalism Wait. i think there's always been a tension in in journalism between access as you call it and totally adversarial it's somewhere in between you can't you can't just feed the puppet and, and frankly, that's what these reporters are like. The New York Times national security team, you know who you are, Adam Goldman, Mark Mazzetti, um, Mike Schmidt. I mean, you're being puppeted by the government, not vice versa. This is the play, by the way. So if you fuck up, if again, you're a dangerous liability because of how fucking strange your behavior is in the workplace and the potential embezzlement of fucking, you know, a lot of right wing money, uh, of course. Transform the whole thing into, ah, I was just telling the truth. That's why they came after me. Like, I, I knew that was going to be the play the second I heard that James O'Keefe was fucking getting roasted by his own. Uh, I was like, yeah, he's, he's going to get it. He's going to try to get ahead of this whole thing. He's going to do the entire fucking, this is big government. This is the Democrats. This is Biden, uh, you know, coming after me. And it's like, no, 
this is this is your fellow employees who who are like uh and your investors who are like uh let's let's be real it's the investors who really had the power to finally be like yeah so you gotta fuck you gots to go uh the boat shooting parties the drugs all of it it's just a disaster and like for what so you can do oklahoma like no one wants to watch you do oklahoma we wanted to watch you take down the libs we paid you for the lib tears and you're giving us fucking oklahoma this is not a good deal it's embarrassing you might think you're in power but it's it's the administrative states, the deep state, it's the um, it's the government agencies, the politicians that are using you. And this is what this guy is saying, that they are my puppet because they need us. And it's true. It's true. Those reporters need access to better. And that's that's broken. That's why I do undercover work, because I don't need really I don't I can I can build a rapport with a subject without kissing their ass. I can I can and I can do it honestly. And you could see for yourself the behavior. And I think we need undercover work. I think we need undercover journalism. We saw the fashion 40 years ago, but this is why we need it. So here's you have another clip. You mind if I play another clip? Uh, here's where he says that he talks about the Second Amendment. Come on. Like red flag laws? Hell yeah. Flags, automatic rifles, like all that shit. I love that. He, he owns like a lot of guns. Does he own the guns that he's trying to ban? No. So he just said that John Fetterman owns a lot of guns, but he's for banning guns, even though he owns a lot of them. And she's like, Are you like, this is the level of discourse? You're, that's where we're at right now? Does uh, John Fetterman uh, wear clothing? Uh, do you think he enjoys uh, the. Uh, products of uh, cheap labor in other countries intentionally. Does 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 John Fetterman eat food? Uh, when 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 he eats food, uh, does that mean that he wants to see people exploited, immigrants exploited, by coming into the country to work in terrible working conditions just because he does in fact eat the food? Like, does he like guns? I, it seems to me most Americans like guns. That doesn't mean that he can't also want to pass legislation to restrict some of the more deadly ones. It's also. Not in any way. Is, is everything just a, a never-ending hunt for hypocrisy? And if you find the hypocrisy, it's like, we got them. We, we, we own them. A hypocrite. It's like, everyone's a fucking hypocrite. Work on bettering yourself. But everyone's fucking constantly battling with, like, the balance between, hey, I, I don't know uh, how much I should really contribute to a lot of the world's problems versus, the, well, there is that whole thing where I, I do want to just enjoy my life. Like, what's the point of me living at all? No, I have to strike a balance here. Maybe maybe I shouldn't be driving, uh, a, a, you know, a gas-guzzling car if I don't, don't want to, like, stop uh, climate change. But at the same time, a lot of these problems also have to happen at much higher levels than just myself. There's a combination of necessities here. Like, everyone struggles with that shit. Uh, you, you, you do your best. Like like I said, the my my best piece of advice is try to maximize yourself. I don't always do it. I fail at it sometimes, but you you just got to keep maxing. The best version of yourself is out there. Well, is he for banning any of the ones he owns? And he says no. Okay. Not like like shotgun. Like I'm sure. Yeah. So what exactly will he try to ban? Assault weapons, like assault weapons ban. Like he probably he'd be okay with like overturning the Second Amendment, probably. Like I think he would much rather prefer like nobody have guns at all. So so he would. Why does Jimmy hate Fetterman? Of of all people, was did Fetterman turn down like an opportunity to be on the show or something? Did he want Doctor Oz to, to win? Was was he Team Oz? We weren't we weren't following all his videos around that time. Before like he ah, would be for like completely just removing the Second Amendment. 
So there he is. We bring back in James O'Keefe. There he is just saying, I'd like to overturn. So that's, that would seem radical to a lot of people. I don't know how much that'll hurt him politically, but uh, right. that was, that was a, that was a good, uh, good undercover video. I just can't believe there aren't like the only undercover video you see anymore has to come from you. Why is no one else doing freaking undercover video? Geraldo, uh, because it's deeply embarrassing. It's it's very, very embarrassing. Not the idea of like successfully spying on someone and getting them to reveal something either on or off camera and then being able to utilize that to affect change in the real world. No, I'm talking about doing fucking catfishing and pretending it's journalism. That's, that's all he's doing here. Like we've seen like six or seven different videos now where it's like the big bombshells that like, well, this person uh, uh, says that they're on a date and they're under duress. And then because of that, they were fine afterwards uh, lying about certain aspects. But we got them on camera saying all that. We did it. Yeah, okay, bring in James. Bring in, it's your time, James. Walk around the Corner. Stop singing for two seconds. Used to do it. If you point a camera in any direction. Oh yeah, exactly. Thank you. Checkered Square is a huge point. If you're an actual real whistleblower, and this is why whistleblower protections are so important, you face fucking. If you are trying to hold, especially state power, uh, accountable in any way, or corporate power or capitalistic power accountable in any way, they are going to try and destroy you and come after you. They're not going to be funneling money into your fucking musical projects until it becomes insolvent. It's not, like, like, it's such fake oppression where it's just like, oh, because we tell the truth and we're the only brave ones who are willing to do it. They come after us, right? And you're like, you, you were getting millions of dollars to do musicals, bruh, bruh. You were living every theater student's dream. You, you almost had your own fucking Las Vegas show. You know, until that kind of fell through. But then you you had a different show where you got to do it and, and tell your life story. And, and it's, it was super, super cringe. We got to see some of the video footage of it because you also did it at CPAC. Parts of it, it was just part of your presentation. And yeah, it was, it was exceptionally cringe. Very, very cringe. It will, it will show things contrary to how they're shown on television. It's also yeah. legal to do in many no states. <laughs> If I just aim my camera at a guy in a restaurant, unbeknownst to him, it just shatters all the narratives. And that's why it makes my job so – it makes my job easier, but also it makes me more of a target. Um, that's why I think it's – There it is. <laughs> I kicked out of your last job from all the fucking musical money embezzlement drugs and weird sex shit and shitty on the boats. And now it's like, well, they came for me. I'll come for you. I'll come for anyone who speaks power to truth or truth to power. It's so important to decentralize it because they can take me down. I mean, look at everyone that's come before they take down. Um, and Ed Snowden wasn't really a journalist. He was more a source. And Julian Assange is not an American citizen. But <laughs> you can have your criticisms of both Julian Assange and Edward Snowden. But for James O'Keefe to compare in any way, shape, or form the work he's done to theirs, can <laughs> You dress up in costumes and try to have sex with people. He had a whole thing where he made this list. He was going to try and do this, like, seduce a CNN reporter and get her to reveal all of these, like, secrets after our sexual encounters. And had a list of things that he was going to use when, like, trying to seduce this person that was, like, lubrication, dildo, uh, mirrors, and stuff like that. And I was like, <laughs> okay, buddy, calm down. Jimmy Dore mocked uh, Freeman's joke affecting his speech. Was that new? I thought he did that a while ago. Or is this... So they're Nine doing... days. That's gross. Making fun of someone's stroke. What we're doing is we're pointing out how disgusting the Democratic Party is that they'll do this. 
Oh, so you're inexcusable. You're like you're completely so, like sorry. There's like there's no difference now between Jimmy Dore and like full right wingers. He's just like every, every last semblance or uh, you know uh, facade of uh, being like an actual full blown right winger is gone now. He, he's just like he just leans into it. I I understand. So here's John Fetterman, and let's listen to the, they're going to try to have him read. Watch this. Reason we're here for one simple reason: President Biden needs to consider using the 14th Amendment uh, if necessary. The entire GOP death ceiling negotiation is a sad charade. And that's- Unlike my candidacy or the clothes that I'm wearing. <laughs> Wait, this is the clip? This sounds fine. Like, I'm, I'm not gonna say that there hasn't oh, been moments, of course, yeah. where it sounds like John Fetterman is struggling. And it's something that, like, by the way, he's working very, very, diff- like, working very, very hard on. He's uh, um, going through all of the steps necessary. And you can see that there has been incredible, incredible improvement uh, and amelioration in his uh, speech patterns, how he uh, is able to speak publicly and stuff like that. It is a very difficult and long uh, road, of course. But, like, to try and frame this all uh, as this is somehow, like, oh, well, this is disgusting. Disgusting. Yeah, that they would treat this person like a fellow human being absolutely disgusting yeah i've i've i know a couple people in my life uh who have unfortunately had very severe strokes and it has affected large parts of either their speech or their uh, motor control and stuff like that and there's a certain degree to which you can do rehabilitation and there's other situations where it can be uh very very uh, difficult in order to communicate um Fetterman sounds infinitely uh, better than a couple of individuals. This is anecdotal, I know, 100%, but uh, then I've, uh, you know, interacted with who've had similar and severe strokes. Um, it's, I think it's kind of just gross and callous at this point to try and think this is a gotcha. Why don't you go after him, like, messing up uh, a vote for a bill or go after something he proposed uh, that is like, uh, oh, well, this is kind of, like, uh, bad or evil or it's really going to hurt workers, yeah, because of this bill. So that, there's an angle to go after him instead of being like, uh, well, look look what he sounds like. <laughs> Unlike Joe Biden's complete presidency, the fact that he's demented and we're all charading him around. Exactly. What's wrong about what's wrong in Washington? And that's what that's what's. Did you hear? That's what's wrong with Washington. <laughs> Not that we prop up stroke victims to be our leaders this and people like Joe Biden, who's demented, and Dianne Feinstein, who's also demented. Well, that, the grandpa from the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre could easily be a senator. Easily. Playing with the livelihoods of millions just so the GOP. Like, that's fucking still so fucked up to, com- to compare the two states of those individuals as well. It's like, this is beyond uh, fucking arm- armchair psychiatrist. This is fucking armchair psychiatrist doing, like, fucking Mortal Kombat selection screen settings. Just turn the screws against uh, hungry Americans. This is the whole reason why the 14th... 14- yeah, I can't watch this one anymore. That's just fucking gross. Jimmy is fucking off the deep end. I'm an American citizen. I've been raided by the FBI, sued dozens of times, targeted, death threats, removed from the organization. Oh, That's how I was... found it. Yeah. That, that was remarkable. <laughs> because of your behavior. <laughs> yeah, because of your long history of doing really fucked up things and fucking people calling you out on it and trying to hold you accountable and suing your ass. Days after the Pfizer well, story. So, so, I think, so, I think so as we, soon as you started doing... I, th- I think there is a point too where they start to believe all this, right? Because like they're they're just surrounding themselves consistently with positive reinforcement, yes men, uh, constantly pushing stuff out that the rest of the right is like, hey, thanks for uh, owning the libs, you did a great job. Yeah, oh yeah, the deep state and the elites are coming for you. Yeah, that's pretty wild. 
doing really good work, they try to get rid of you. That's how that's how it goes. That's how it goes. Yeah, it could it could be an institutional pathology as much as it is sort of a bribe. Just that just the, the the nature of being effective at what you do and being excellent at what you do and achieving something in this country, especially when it comes to exposing what needs to be exposed. Yeah, you're a target, and and you have to surround yourself with really. Another thing I've learned is. It's, it's just like again I, it's hard to tell if the delusions of grandeur are like genuine like he is actually feeling this in his mind right now and then he's like i mean you know what can i say i'm basically mlk jr they're they're trying to target me because of my political beliefs you know i i too have a dream but in this case it's to be it's to be a star i want to dance you know you have to surround yourself with really strong people good people but strong people because they'll try to come after the people that are closest to you um so I think the solution moving forward, forward looking, is I have this organization, OMG, um, O'Keefe Media. It's funny. O <laughs> OMG. <laughs> so uh, the last one, Project Veritas, is supposed to sound mighty and powerful. Like they are the one true source of truth and liberal tears, uh, like on the internet, right? So it's like, Project Veritas. But now it's like, oh my God. Yeah, here comes the truth. OMG. It'll be tough to censor that because people say that all the time. Uh, OMG, mm. and it's decentralizing in a sense that we have a thousand plus citizen journalists that we that have signed up that we send cameras to. We sort of dispatch them Precious to different things, and and they're not all on my payroll. So the idea is to kind of open source my knowledge and and train people to do this. Open source. Hmm. Wow. Okay. Uh, I just, I just, I mean, nobody, of course. Of course, a corporate news journalist, a big Pfizer-funded news journalist, isn't going to do the expose you did to blow the no. roof off of COVID. No, you uh, told the truth. No, it's like no one did any reporting. Because they, cause this no could be one. them. That's why They're they the don't like this. They don't this like... could be me trying to get yeah. laid with lies. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the guys? Yeah, I'm I just think... trying to get laid by lying about COVID. <laughs> I think most people are very... That's kind of wild because that was one of his actual fucking plans to seduce someone and get laid and then manipulate them after the sex happens. <laughs> <laughs> you're talking about this person right here dishonest let's be let's be real <laughs> most people are phony so they fear a thing where they're being there they fear a world where they could be exposed and i and i actually oh my god settle down darkwing duck like what's going on here ah i i strike in the night they are the ones who fear the exposure actually just learned this most recently i i i wonder why aren't why isn't ever one of the first lines of my book is why isn't everyone looks at me with wonder and oh, bewilderment no, no, no. and i look sacrificial milk why aren't you giving a tier one sub and gifting most it. people it's are very, very generous of you and most people are doing some shady stuff and have a lot of skeletons in their closet and they don't mm. want those things exposed so mm. it's a psychological thing but uh, i mean it's pretty wild again projection right this is exactly what happened to james o'keefe this, this is like, that's his life story. It's like he had a lot of skeletons in the closet, a fuck ton of them. Some of them can sing and dance. And uh, he, he really, really fucking dropped the bag uh, on this whole thing. And so, yeah, but now he's now he's OMG. So get ready. OMG media. Uh, and I guess, yeah, Jimmy Dore is just going to be a fucking hyper convenient outlet to advertise uh, your fucking your shit. I guess it does overlap with his fucking distrust of uh, Pfizer. Not for like reasons why you should distrust Pfizer, but for conspiracy theories expect you to to divulge anything you can't divulge but 
Can you tell us? Well, I mean, it seems that there was a direct line from you. <laughs> well, Jimmy's not going to do any research. He's not, he's not going to look at what, uh, don't let facts and Googling get in the way of a good story. <laughs> so, yeah, why don't you tell us, uh, Truth Teller, Project Veritas, James O'Keefe, uh, why, why, did, uh, why did you get kicked out? Was it the big government that did this to you? Doing that undercover work, exposing the, the, the farce of the COVID uh, approach that Big Pharma funded and all their media mouthpieces repeated, including politicians, that you expose that that was a farce. And then don't forget, Jimmy Dore includes uh, in terms of, uh, you know, deep conspiracies being funded by the government, uh, people like Philosophy Tube, people like Sean. Yeah, like he he couldn't believe the production quality it was so advanced on Sean's videos. And don't get me wrong, the aesthetic is absolutely darling. They are very, very wonderful videos. The level of research that Sean puts into his work, astonishing. Astonishing, I say. He gets so much information in there. They're truly, truly, wondrously well-produced videos. But in terms of, I would say, special effects or, or visual uh, complicated uh, motifs, um, that's not really what he's known for. Uh, and I say that in uh, the best of ways, because I do adore the skeleton aesthetic and I'm totally here for it. And I hope it never changes. But I don't think that's proof of him being funded by the CIA. I, do, I don't think that was CIA money that made that possible. Yeah, I, I, I think it's pretty, pretty attainable for someone who does not have funding directly from uh, the CIA. They would still be able to do it, you know? Immediately after that, you get ousted by your own organization that you founded. How does that happen? Um... How does it happen? Well, it was either really, really bad timing. Um, it was it was a few days after that investigation took place, and that really was all that changed in my life. Yeah, that was the video. The only thing that changed was the story that we broke, which was the biggest story ever, you know, that I did at least in, in my career. Um, and perhaps you know that's a, an instant, you know, Dr. Robert Malone wrote a great great article about this whole thing, which I encourage you to read. I think it was called the the pathology that removed James O'Keefe, and and Malone said it in words I can't, but. You know, it's it's a it's a, it was a remarkable public relations success, and and you'd expect that there'd be a um, you'd, you'd expect that, that would be an amazing moment in time, but oftentimes the greatest achievements carry the greatest risks. So it's it's hard to <laughs> articulate what Malone wrote. That's exactly what it was. He goes. You know, I guess I, I'm viewed as a liability for, for for perhaps being so. Over You're a prank, bro. You're a prank, bro. That's all you. That's your job, bruh. You're a prank, bro. You're one of the people who turns on the cameras, does it, and then afterwards, like, oh, just a prank, bro. Just a prank. Yeah, yeah, it's a social experiment, you know? So so why don't you tell me what's going on here? You, you, you do it in the uh, let's fucking, let's troll the left categories. Let's troll the libs. Let's, let's get those sweet tears. But you're still, you're a prank, bro. That's all this is. We're the target, as it were. Um, but I take a very forward-looking approach. I've decided, Jimmy, to take the high road here and... Um, I started a new organization. In many ways, I've been untethered. Mm -hmm. Nonprofits can be problematic. Nonprofits, there's a board of directors. Maybe people don't know this, but a 51c3, which, which. Okay, so it's mostly I think because of the p potential completely credible accusations of uh, prominent drug use, prominent uh, abuse of uh, employees, prominent uh, sexualization or hypersexualization of employees, uh, sexual advances they did not feel comfortable with, uh, perhaps encouragement of use of illegal drugs or substances. Uh, the uh, story about uh, everyone uh, dropping trow and pooping on the boat is uh, quite uh, weird and gross. Um, and also, I'd say the most important one of all uh, is the spending of large, vast amounts of money that were given to the organization to, again, do that it's just a prank bro shit. That's where the money and that's why it's there. Uh, embezzling a lot of it, spending it on uh, your own personal theater ambitions. Yes, 
Uh, you, you wanted to be a star, you wanted to dance and sing, and you thought you could have it all. You thought, because you got famous for one thing, you didn't get famous for the singing and the dancing, right? So you thought you could combine that uh, with, with the politics, and, and, and no one will even notice. And then you maybe just smoothly transition just into the music, could you imagine? Like, that's probably where James O'Keefe's heart would have been at its most full and happy. Like, think of, like, uh, uh, like a Joji uh, arc, but instead of, uh, you know, being an incredibly talented musician, uh, he's just a uh, fucking racist. So, yeah, that that's pretty much it. Do you enjoy the surfs, but prefer not to have to use your eyeballs? Many are saying this. Well, we've got the solution for you. It's the Surf Times in podcast form, available on most major podcasting networks now. If you enjoy it, please consider leaving a good review and feedback because it really helps the show out, apparently, and it's free, just like the podcast. Thank you kindly to our Lord and Saviors, Peyton L. Just and Xander Corvus. Without you, we are nothing. And now, a shout-out to our Knights of the Square table. Amazing Flesh, Anna Loves Riley, Adrian McCarthy, DM Rivera, Doug Cady, Everything Important, Hegbard Celine, Izzy Solidarity, La Media Panza, Matthew Scarborough, Multimondi, Nettle, Omni, Peanut Butter Blonde, Political Papi, Quiet185, Rachel K, Riley and Anna, Roller Dragon, Kubi, Cernicus, Spinach Monster, Stellar Vision, Sebastian Dimmel, Thomas, Trevbot EXE, Lucidry, Words Greenwood, Cheryl Alvarez, Tony Perkins, Thomas, O'Pecker, Travis McClinton, and Victoria Bell. Thank you so much. And a huge shout out to all the other people who make this entire show possible. Without you, it would not exist. If you can support us, please go to patreon.com slash the surfs, and even $1 can help unlock all of the little goodies and help make this show entirely possible. 